2019, you wake up and we wake up on your deathbed and around you are pictures of a younger you, your children, and your grandchildren. Yes, you're old. <laughs> you look at the mirror and it vaguely resembles a picture of one of your speech professors that you had years ago, but you don't remember his name. And you think back, back to your past childhood memories, your relationships you had back then, and those life-changing moments, you try to recall them, but you don't remember. Heck, you don't even remember what you ate for dinner last night. It's like that one movie you try to remember where that one dude snaps his fingers and everything kind of fades away. Those are kind of like what your memories are, but just think harder, you don't remember the name of the movie. Personally, even at the ripe age of 18, I forget things too. And I'm sure all of you guys have forgot one thing or another. Today, I'm gonna to be talking about the extent of human forgetfulness. Ways you can stop forgetting and how your life will be completely changed once you choose to fight forgetfulness. First, let's look at this equation. According to Nikhil Sonad, the reporter for the courts uh, on February 28, 2018, uh, this equation shows how easily people forget things. Now, does anybody remember that equation? Exactly. You guys all forgot. <laughs> this, shows how, this shows how easily you guys forget things. <laughs> uh, according to Harvard Medical School, March 28, 2018, uh, there are several types of memory, equation, memory problems. First of them is transients, where uh, our human brains tend to naturally forget things. Another is absent-mindedness. This is where our mind isn't paying full attention to what's being done at hand, so our memory is not as complete. And you know those times when you know somebody's names, the name of that movie, or something, it's just right at the tip of your tongue, and you don't know how to say it? That's called blocking. It's when a similar memory, like that memory, is blocking the correct memory from coming up. According to Michael Miller, editor-in-chief for the Harvard uh, Mental Health Letter, he tells a story of a man who religiously kept the same numbers, chose the same numbers for the lottery, lottery weekly. However, one day, he forgot to do those <laughs> numbers. And guess what? During that week, that, those numbers were the winning numbers. Overwhelmed by his grief and regret at his forgetfulness, he committed suicide. <laughs> you don't have to be this man. According to, uh, so let's see how we can solve this problem of forgetfulness. Uh, keeping a journal is one of the first and foremost ways you can do to fight forgetfulness. Uh, first, what you'll need is a pen and a notebook. And don't use pencil, because pencil fades over time. And whether if you're on the more techie side, you can do something like a vlog, a blog, make a website or something, or even do audio recordings like I do on, on my podcast, the Asian Thought Podcast. According to James Wren, editor for 
the National Teaching and Learning Forum on the Stanford EDU website, uh, our deepest insights usually come within 15 minutes of writing, when we don't have anything else to say. And that's when our greatest ideas come up. And it's sometimes for me personally, when I look back on my own journal entries, I'm surprised at my writing skills and how well I write. Uh, according to Noma No Shit, uh, for your editor for the Forbes, uh, journaling helps you uh, clear your mind. It gives you a mental space to distress and kind of empty everything out. In addition, it also helps future generations like our children remember what we were like and the character that we were. So now that we know the knowledge of journaling, let's look at what your life will look like without it. So you wake up in 2090, and your now married daughter <laughs> brings in the grandchildren for a visit, and your children surround you, curious about your story, and they ask you questions like, who is your first crush? Was she cute? <laughs> um, what was daily life? daily life like back then? What was school life like back then? And you try to dig up your memory and what was like, but oh, it all went by so fast like a blur. And you can't tell them anything meaningful, significant, and relevant to their lives. And as a result, your children and your grandchildren walk away disappointed, not knowing what kind of person you are. As you pass away, your children and grandchildren don't care your name because they don't, and your legacy is forgotten because you did not write that journal. You may have been a great man or woman when you were alive, but now it's all gone. Now let's say you follow my advice. As your grandchildren surround you, they ask you, uh, you the story of your first crush, and you. Could, you bring your children grandchildren together, and you pull up your rusty journal, open to the page, and tell a story of your first date with grandma. And yes, you remember the finer details, like how she made the first move, and how, yes, she was hot. <laughs> and, uh, and decades, and you tell a story of how you overcame your shyness and your fear. And as you pass away, your legacy continues as your grandchildren pass on your story and you remember your name. So, as a recap, all of us, all humans forget. It just depends whether you want to be remembered or not. Today, I've talked about the regret of forgetfulness, how to combat forgetfulness, the results, and the, and the results when you follow this plan of journaling. You don't have to suffer if you don't forget, because forgetting has severe consequences. And when the Alzheimer, Alzheimer kicks in and takes away all your memories, that's when it's all gone. Life is like a roller coaster. And it only takes journaling if you want to remember it again. Thank <laughs> you.